Hello, and welcome to the Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast. Living large in New York. I'm Rabbit Number One, Michael Nunez. We have Rabbit Number Two, Dave Anderson, and Rabbit Number Three, Sophie Freud. And today we'll be talking about programming idioms, expressions we use on the regular. It's um, <laughs> not to confuse <laughs> with idiomatic <laughs> programming or regular or expressions. regular expressions. No, these are expressions you would hear on the regular. This right. is uh, Just things that we may have heard. Things that you would say that someone would have to. You'd be like, like "Wait, back up for a sec. Like, <laughs> just tell me what you say." Like, right? Like you're not really going to go shave a yak. <laughs> Or am I? Sometimes one must do what one must do. Hey, and if I have to go and, uh, you know, get some clippers to shave a yak out here in Westchester County, so be it. I actually really like yak shaving as an example because not only is it like a really absurd thing to say in conversation that just stands out, but if you don't know the meaning, you have to tell the story of like... (laughs) what it means to shave a yak to do a task and that itself is an act in like shaving a yak oh yeah so i mean we're here in the episode can anyone give us the definition of yak shaving well so the idea is you're gonna have to do a lot of other tasks first in order to accomplish the task you actually want to accomplish right so if the idea is I don't know, you want to build an inventory system, then before you do that, you're going to have to do some yak shaving and actually host all of your icons in S3, right? Which is this whole other thing. So like for the actual shaving of the yak, perhaps you have to first befriend the yak Mm -hmm. and then, you know, read it um, a story. (laughs) So it's in like an amenable mood. Then you got to charge the clippers. Like there's just a lot of stuff you got to get out of the way first. I really like that definition of a yak shaving and like i feel like there should be like a kid's book about this <laughs> like where you could tell your kid at night the parable of like having to shave a yak <laughs> but I, I think like you could get to that point where you're like building rapport with a yak and telling it a mm. joke before you can shave yeah, it yeah. i think part of the thing that's funny about that is that like the task that you would do that you want to do is that you would not want to shave a yak to start right. out with. You're not right. setting out on right. the quest to shave a yak. You start out trying to build the inventory system. And yeah. then you try to host the icons for these new thing products you're trying to sell in S3. And then you try to configure AWS. And uh-huh. then you find you need to go get some grass. In order to get some grass, you got to find a good yak. But the yak right. is really dirty, so you gotta shave the yeah, yak. You gotta shave the yak. So it's like really like far away from the original idea. Yeah, and you're you're kind of just going astray, like out in the field. You've climbed the mountain. <laughs> yeah. So that's yak shaving. I'm gonna try and make that a goal. I'm gonna make that children's book. <laughs> <laughs> see, see if it's possible if I can tell Gio in the form of a child book as to what I do for a living, yeah. which is pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I feel like programming idioms actually, like just in general, would be a great, great child's book as well. A lot of them have like very colorful phrases. Yeah, like boil the ocean. What an idea. Yeah. What? No, no, no. Someone's going to have to explain that one <laughs> to me. I've actually never heard this one in practice. Like, this sounds like too biblical. It's like too Charlton Heston, 
like Ten Commandments or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to boil the ocean? I feel like I have an inkling. Does anyone know? I mean, according to, you know, our sources, <laughs> boil the ocean <laughs> is like when you're trying to do something that's basically impossible, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Although I could see it meaning other things as well. Like just right. to go to great effort or something like that. I had some different. Go ahead, Dave. I want to hear what you had, though. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a context that I would I would use that in then. So, like, I guess like if my customer or my project manager is asking me that this inventory system that we're building should just be populated with whatever products someone thinks of, I'd be like, okay, like you're asking me to boil the ocean. Because like, mm. I cannot. I, I feel like this has less telepathy. power in an age of like imminent global warming. <laughs> <laughs> it's too real, right? Yeah. It's just like you just gotta wait. It's gonna happen, guys. You know, <laughs> right? We're working it's, on uh, it. Revelations on its way. <laughs> My weird analogy was gonna be that it requires like a brand new system for you to do. So much so that by boiling the ocean, you kill the entire ecosystem that exists in the ocean. And then you have a brand new ocean that you can do whatever you want with it. So it's like you have a <laughs> legacy. Like, oh, I want to have a system that does X, Y, and C. And it's like, well, we can't do that in our current system. We're going to have to boil the ocean and start anew is like what I had in mind. But I oh, guess wow. oh, that's geez. what I had in mind. But that was completely wrong. That's <laughs> brutal. Wow. <laughs> it really is. And we'd be like, what? we really can't boil it. We like these fish. They're great. Yeah, exactly. No, They're we love do left the current. Yeah. yeah, We need to save the coral reefs and stuff like that. <laughs> cool. Have you guys ever heard the term grok? I love grok. I'm always trying to grok things. <laughs> grok only is- in programming. Only in programming. They're just people that I've worked with that really like to use that word. That word rarely rolls out my face. I know what it means. <laughs> it's just to think, right? It's, 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 not, like, it's not a common phrase like- on, the, on the streets in the Bronx. <laughs> Bob, Bobby's so. not grokking. Uh, Bobby, Bobby ain't grokking at all. That's chopped now, Bobby's never grokking. Yeah, Bobby's never grokking. I'll tell you right now for sure. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure Bobby grokes. He just doesn't know he's grokking. <laughs> right. Bobby, he doesn't. Bobby grokes. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Bobby. I'm sure Bobby grokking, but he just don't know he grokking. That's 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 kind he of what he doesn't. Well. He doesn't grok that he's grokking. It's like a next level of thinking, right? Like I don't like Sophie. Is that what grok? means is like to think but like the way I've, more yeah 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 like well the way i've heard it like idiomatically used or the way i idiomatically use it or it's like trying to fully understand something right like i'm looking at a piece of code in the code base and i and i say i'm trying to grok this it means i'm trying to understand what it does but do people use it differently than that I see. yeah no i think that's 100 percent correct it's like to fully and completely understand it something a concept or an idea and i kind of love that and do you know the origin of this word i actually don't no it is actually from a 1961 science fiction book yes i love that what book it is from a book called stranger in a strange land oh i've read that book by robert heinlein heinlein yeah Cool. Oh, yeah. So you you've read it, like so you have unintentionally experienced yeah, this in its like <laughs> first form, but like in the context of the book, like 
is about like understanding aliens or aliens understanding humans like almost like telepathically i guess or Maybe. like on a deep yeah, level yeah. i i don't i never read the book so i think that oh. you might actually be the expert on that oh i love the de- this description in the context of stranger in a strange land which is that grok needs to understand so thoroughly that the observer becomes a part of the observed Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, that's great. I love that. And I I feel like if I read this science fiction book, then I will become Grok. (laughs) And then like that will that will help me move on to Grok other things, perhaps. Hey, I mean, (laughs) Bobby's gonna have to start grokking, I guess. (laughs) Bobby on the streets. Bobby on the streets grokking. No, because every time I've seen that or like heard someone use that phrase, it always meant it was more impactful than them saying that they want to understand something. Like I was like, oh, oh, wait, Bobby's grokking, trying to grok this thing. Cool. You take your time. Like it was always a, you know, emphasis on the understanding. And I think that definition, you know, definitely and like shows Mm -hmm. that that's like where what it actually means. It is to like fully understand a concept. One of the ones that I've seen, you know, this is like programming. You'll see it all the time. I didn't know where it came from until I did, you know, a quick Google. But we use FUBAR. I think we've mentioned it all the time when we talk about variables. And, you know, I've always heard the term FUBAR where it's F-U-B-A-R, where it's like F'd up beyond all repair. And I thought that's just like a play on... I thought F-O-O-B-A-R was a play on that. Like, oh, it's just like... It's programming like effed up beyond all repair, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, it's just like full and bar and baz. And and I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I use it all the time. But it's very, very interesting that any idea you guys use it often? Any thoughts on foobar? I always assume that too, because that's like kind of like, you know, Vietnam military kind of slang where it's like. You know, oh man, <laughs> game Everything over. Everything is effed up. Game yeah. over, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what comes after Foobar and Baz? That's the real question. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think at that point it becomes like, you know, these crazy words that three crazy three letter words that come up. And like looking at the history and uh, like the history on Wikipedia, it talks about the, the Fubar, as we discussed with the military slang. It says World War II era slang. I mean, every, that that's pretty Fubar too. Like those those times were pretty crazy. But like it was used in like 1965 in an MIT magazine and tech engineering used. And it was just supposed to be a thing that's like a placeholder literally. And it was used in various books at that time. And there's a picture on Wikipedia where it's like Smokey Stover driving a foo mobile where it's like a weird car and it's just like whatever kind of mobile it was, but it's a foo mobile kind of thing. And then I guess, you know, bar is just the next word that was used after fact. But I use foo bar for all my variables. I think we've mentioned it before. It's good to, you know, just throw a foo in there before we rename the variable to the correct name. It's a callback to ubiquitous language. And uh, feel free to check that episode out. Right. <laughs> it is the opposite <laughs> of a ubiquitous language, unless you're it doing really like a foo-based system. <laughs> like I so that you were talking about this, and I, I realized I never really thought about it very strongly because I just assume it ended that place. Mm. But like 
There's this whole written history. There's a whole canon, yeah, and it's like in various. So there's a a society called the Internet Society. In 2001, they wrote a little like essay or paper about the origin of Fubar and like all of its uses in official documentation, like building up all of the technical infrastructure that we uh, we have today. I also found some resources that that show what you're talking about, like where they're used in infrastructure, but also like other metasyntactic variables and where they're used, which apparently is a term for <laughs> foobar and baz, for oh. instance, Python programmers. So it seems might use spam or eggs. Or if you're in New Zealand, you might use Blarg or Wibble. Or if you're Blarg. in England and <laughs> <you're> in <laughs> yeah, That's you might great. use Google. You can't make this up. Google, Fugle, Boogle, Zork, Gork, and Bork. Although I think Bork is its own idiom now that right. I'm Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Bork is like kind of a little Swedish chef, a little Muppets situation <laughs> going there. <laughs> Oh my gosh, like that that's amazing. I I love all of this knowledge that you're dropping about metasyntactic variables and like yeah. the cultural the cultural aspect of programming too. I guess that's kind of like what this is, like like talking like different phrases that programmers use are like very cultural. Yeah. So yeah, I think the goal for me now is to not use foobar baz, but to use some of that ogle fogle. Yeah. Yeah, why not? That's great. Exactly. <laughs> Could I share another literary idiom or phrase? Sure. You'll Let's love to do hear it. it. Yeah. So have you ever heard the phrase turtles all the way down? Have. No. No. <laughs> where are they go where are they going? <laughs> What's happening? Uh <laughs> Sophie, do you want to give a stab at like an interpretation of this? I'm not sure if the interpretation that I have used is the same as yours, so I'll defer to you first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I'm I'm curious. Like, why don't just go out there? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, my sort of perception of this is like there's this idea in the canon of like the world being carried on the back of turtles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. then when you say like it's turtles all the way down, it's sort of this idea of like you're referring to like the true nature of something, I guess. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely a part of it. Yeah, you're trying to understand like deeper levels of abstraction for like your model and the like, the way that you're thinking about something. Yeah. And so I think I think that is like a correct interpretation and meaning of it. So I think this particular phrase, th- there may be like some basis in like legend or different yeah. like mythologies of the world. But the thing that like I think most strongly of is the Discworld series of fantasy That's novels. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It. So it's like yeah. <laughs> there's there's this like world that is flat and wow. is or carried on the back of, the back of four elef- like four elephants and then those four elephants are on top of a turtle yeah. and like i've not read far in the series but i'm assuming that like when you really look at it closer like there's actually like another turtle underneath that turtle and then another and, like, yeah <laughs> but like you kind of 
think about that in terms of like computing, like when you're like, oh, like tell me what happens when you type the URL www.google.com into your browser. If you keep peeling back the layers of abstraction, you're going to find more turtles. Like they're, mm. they'll, you'll never actually find the bottom of the abstraction. <laughs> like you just have to accept the model of the universe that is like most useful to you, which may or may not involve turtles, maybe. That's, yeah, that's my interpretation. I, that was <laughs> yeah. not what I had in mind. I had no idea. <laughs> the thought that I have for turtles all the way down would be it's like pattern that exists that like, you know how you on your IDE, you could just like command click something and then it leads you to something else. And then you just command click and like you could keep command clicking until you find the thing you're looking for. Like if you look at a, a command click a variable or a function that gets used. Yeah. I thought yeah. that that was like the idea of like, oh, you're, and trust me, it's going to be all goofy the entire time because this code is written five years ago with no tests and it's just all turtles running around right, loose being right. crazy. Like you find a turtle in the code and so you try to like look deeper into it and then you just find like another turtle that makes up the code and then you look at that right. turtle and it turns out like in there... There was actually just another turtle. Yeah. Right. And I don't yeah, know if yeah. turtle was like a synonym for like bad code or untested code or or like slow code. No, but like think, it's I turtles think, all the way down, baby. It's all slow from here. We need I, to refactor think, all this. Yeah, I, I think that like kind of carries uh, the same meaning too. Because like you were looking for like the true root of like, okay, like where's the business logic? Like right. where do I have to like change it? Like what is the fundamental thing? And so you go to the next level and you're like, oh, wait, like this thing is just being carried by these two other turtles. And then you look at those right. turtles, like, oh, these turtles are just deferring to these other turtles. Like, and so, like, you know, so it's on and so forth. It's a turtle in sheep's clothing, as it turns out. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Might have mixed my idioms up there. <laughs> Biting. I think the idioms we discussed just now are while they're very interesting, I'm sure there's a lot more out there on the field. I'd love to hear some of the crazy, wacky things that are currently happening on other people's engineering teams. Because, you know, boiling the ocean is wild, and I'm sure there are more crazier things out there yeah. that I may have not heard. Or things that programmers say in different countries, even. Like, what oh, what yeah. bizarre... <laughs> What bizarre things are they saying about turtles in like <laughs> Eastern Europe or something? Yeah, it'd be interesting for us to hear and, and understand and we can circle back to these uh, these uh, idioms I and mean, we'll yeah, have to uh, elaborate that one too yeah, business, sometime. Uh, business idioms too. Yeah, we'll have to circle back on that particular episode and call out for more of these programming and business idioms in the future. So then feel free to share any of the words or idioms y'all use in your teams and we'll come back. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez. Thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.